All right, so today we're having the Foundry, and our topic of discussion is incels. Yes. Involuntary celibates. <laughs> should we bring up, should we read off the definition of an incel? <laughs> I mean, you can. I think most people who've been, like, reading the news and the memes, they know it's like some guy who wants to get laid but can't get laid. Pretty That's much. Pretty much it's, it's involuntary celibates are pretty, you know, you can look up the definitions of both those words, you can get to the conclusion. So this is an issue that started to go and become a, um, a talking point recently. And I think uh, this, this is probably an issue that was, it really started off with the, um, the Supreme uh, Gentleman, you know, that, that guy <laughs> in uh, California. Elliot Rod, I'm not going to say his name. Elliot, I think everyone knows who he is. I mean, Elliot Rogers, or we all know who he is. Yeah, we'll call him Elliot. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Like it's his name's been out there. You go on to like any of these like Wizard Chan places and you'll find him. But basically he went over and he got really pissed off that girls couldn't date him. I think he was what was he, like autistic or something, like severely like the bad autism, not like your Albert Einstein autism. He was like he was bad. He was but, off the spectrum. <laughs> Well, yeah, like even Albert Einstein, you know, he was like a player, apparently. He like <laughs> married some girl and then like he ended up divorcing her for his cousin or something. What? Yeah, yeah, you can look that up. He like married like one of his like second cousins or something like that. And he divorced his wife and he made her like sign this whole list of agreements. And it was really like, yeah, really stupid. But anyways, so this involuntary celibate issue, what we have here, we get these guys who are afraid, you know, they're, you can have, like, just a lot of people under this incel umbrella. And it's become an issue because these people, they feel entitled to have sex. Yep. I mean, I guess perhaps that could have been an issue due to the um, prevalence in the media. Like, you see sex everywhere. It's like, oh, I'm a feminist. I can have sex. Mm. You know, that's, like, that's been, like, a meme you know, everyone's talking about sex, 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 and these guys can't get it, so they get all pissed off. And you know, these people, they get all this rage. But I think what really caused so you see these people who don't know how to go and talk to people. They go and sit, and I've, I've seen several of these sorts of people. And I think, you know, like a lot of media goes and demonizes them. It's like, oh, you could be hiring an involuntary child. But I think it's more like a, it's almost like a mental disorder, because I've seen these people. And, you know, they'll go and, like, play video games all day. You know, a lot of them don't even, like, do drugs or anything. They just sit at home. They play video games. They might, like, drink Mountain Dew. And they don't really have much of a social life. Maybe they are they have, like, friends on, like, Steam or Xbox or whatever. And they go onto the Internet. And, you know, you'll, they'll go on the message boards. They're going, like, their 4chans, their 8chans. They had this place called Wizard Chan back in the day. And the only way you could get on there is if, like, you get banned if you were found to have sex, if you lost your virginity. And you get kicked off there because it was basically, it was incels. Mm -hmm. It was like incel chan. They called it wizard chan because there was this meme back in the day that if you grew to, like, age 27 or 28 or 30, I don't know what the heck the age was. But if you, did, if you didn't have sex for that long, you gained magic powers. But right. instead of... Yeah, it's pretty bad, but <laughs> now it's, like, twisted. So if you go to, like, age 20 and you don't have sex, instead of growing magic powers, you just become, a, like, a mass shooter. 
that seems to be the way that uh, at least the media is portraying it. Yeah. I imagine there's probably a lot of incels then you only see probably, you know, like a very, very small percentage actually becoming these sorts of individuals. Mm. And I think it's interesting too, because you don't see them like raping people. I think what happens with mm. these incels, you'd think that they'd be doing that. No, I think they're too soy, too soy yeah. to be raping. They're very low energy. I think that's part of the issue. They're very low energy. I'm not saying they should. They absolutely shouldn't. Yeah, but rape I think, is terrible. They should not rape. I think, well, which is worse, raping or shooting up a school? Oh, both are bad. Let's try not to do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know. But, like, I think, yeah, you, you make a good point, which is, I guess, probably good that these people aren't raping people but they're still like so i imagine probably a lot of these people you know like a hundred years ago we if we'd have these involuntary celibates they'd probably be like rapists or something but yeah. these days these days they just go around and um wow. they go on these boards they they get usually they get very fat some of them they see on the news like that elliot rogers guy wasn't fat but he had uh he had some mental problems his he had a very terrible family life and that's another problem too i imagine these people their parents don't really give a crap about them i yeah. think like if you were a dad and you see this kid he's just like you know eating cheetos all day and drinking mountain dew and playing halo or I don't know, <laughs> or PUBG, and he's PUBG. Just like becoming a couch potato <laughs> basically becoming an antisocial couch potato you and they have another term too uh neat not educated oh my God, or yes. not educated something or training. Yeah. Not educated employed or training. That's an so old meme. These people are leeches on society, and America's not the only people with or we're not the only society with this. You see this in Europe, obviously. I don't think in Africa because people, you know, they just kind of have a lot of sex in Africa. And that's why we see AIDS rates so high. But no, I, I think it's more of a uh, first world problem that we have in Japan. They have a really big issue with this. They have a different term, though. Instead of incels, they have a term. It's like uh, hikamori. And it's basically the same thing. You get these like people, they just drop out of uh, you know school and social settings, and they go into their rooms, and they watch like anime all day, and they buy the body pillows. <laughs> Oh my god. And this is the thing, you can look this up. They even have like a Wikipedia article on this. I don't know how to really spell it, but yeah. basically like just complete, they isolate themselves and they do nothing but they live in these fantasy worlds. And I think a lot of these guys, you know, they, they don't really, they're very low testosterone. I imagine that's that's probably part of it because if you're, and they're probably like, either ugly some of these people they just can't get a girl so you, you have a lot of people under that umbrella you can have people with like uh, disabilities but you know like you know right now we keep seeing people with like you know like my like relatively uh non-visible disorders but i imagine there's probably a lot of incels who are uh, like a wheelchair bound i know the uh what was it uh the guy who used to own 8chan uh, i forget what his name was hot wheels whatever his name was he uh he at one point in time was an incel but oh, then really? he, and, yeah and he like released <laughs> this on a blog years ago i used to he used to go and browse h and like at least this was back during gamergate and he used to that was the place because mm. fortune and like reddit and everything just started banning these discussions but hot wheels he used to be like an admin on uh, wizard chan but then he got banned because he ended up like in this 
and he, he had like a really severe, I don't know if you've ever seen that guy, uh, Frederick Brennan. He, he had a really severe disorder. He was like uh, dwarfism and he like severe and he, he was in a wheelchair oh, and even he could get, and even he could have sex. Let's go and put that in perspective. If he can, like, any of you listeners can. I mean, like, unless you have something like just severe, but you know, there's always girls out there. Like, I mean, come on, they have online dating these days, but I think at least he had his own house. Like, you know, he could probably be like uh, severely disabled, crippled, uh, just stupid. But if you have your own house, you can still probably get, you know, at least a transient. But these people, they live in their parents, with their parents generally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another issue. Yeah, the parents, they don't get involved. When you see your child is not performing uh, like their age should, you know, you're seeing them not going to school, dropping out of school, not getting any job. Maybe they're working like fast food or something, you know, entry level. They don't have any career, but they don't have any goals. I think it centers around that. If you don't have goals, you know, it's easy these days to go and fall into this sort of trap, especially, you know, because if you don't have like any as like major aspirations to get a girl or like, it's not like a super big deal, but these people, they do want to get a girl, but they don't really want to work to get a girl. They don't want to go mm. to the gym. They, they expect girls to just like them. And I think this is part of the uh, culture which we have these days. And there's these guys, they feel entitled, like, oh, you get your little trophy. Oh, I want to get a woman who will be my uh, sex slave. And, and I think that a lot of this, you know, lies people, they just, they just don't have the motivation. I don't think a lot, I don't think these people are evil. Like the people who did the shooting, obviously they're evil. They're deranged. They're meant, I think they're more mentally ill. They get stuck in a rut. And I think, you know, to solve this issue, it's, there's gonna, it's a multifaceted problem. I mean, they need to have motivation. They need, I think what they really need though is like a rehab. Like in sort some of rehab, stuff. make it a thing. Well, I think they, they do. They need something to, re- to rehabilitate them because if they're on this track, they're going to be a, a, a societal net negative for their whole life. And, you know, especially if they end up committing atrocities, like significantly negative. That's definitely uh, something to be considered. Uh, like, you know, we have rehab for alcoholics and, you know, I think these people probably need rehab. I don't think they need to be like shunned because they're already shunned. Like, you know, no one really likes them already. And now the media is trying to go after these people who like, yeah, the people who did the shootings, they deserve to be gone after. But, you know, there's for every one that you see shooting, there's probably like the worldwide population. There's probably at least a million of these sorts of people. Well, like probably mostly in Japan. But they do have a decent bit, and that's probably because of their uh, incredibly difficult school standards and the yeah. fact that, like, women, like, there's uh, some really weird problems with women over there. And China, too, that's going to be a major issue because there's, like, I think there's, like, one girl for every five guys or something in China. It's, it's some, like, really skewed, or at least in the new generation, because of the uh, one child policy and cultural uh, preferences towards male children. I think that's going to become an issue where China, you know, between China and Japan, that's there's going to be a significant amount of incels in the future, just because there's not going to be that many women, mm-hmm. like especially Asian women. I mean, they could go and get others, but like uh, they're they they don't really prefer that generally. From what I've understood, they they like, you know, especially Chinese tend to like Chinese women. 
that's that's at least what I found. They're very they're surprisingly racist. Like you know, they well, I don't even want to say racist. They just have preferences towards their own race, uh, from what I understand, from the ones I've met. I mean, I think take what, that we're, as what we're getting to here is that the core of the problem no matter what country, of creating incels is culture. In Japan, China, you have this culture of extremely high standards where if you don't get uh, all A's, you're a failure and a disgrace to the family and you should kill yourself. And some of them literally do. In America, we have this culture, especially recently, uh, where you know it's rape, it's assault, it's harassment if you buy a girl a drink. It's you know, toxic masculinity if you, uh, you know, touch a girl slightly wrong or by accident. You know, it's this sort of man-hating culture created by feminists is now having its equal and opposite reaction of now women-hating culture by incels. And that's not productive. That's, you know, t dividing people and, you know, driving, you know, the losers of society, the incels, the people that are not too good looking, don't have any confidence, uh, that play video games and don't really, you know, didn't do good in school. They're now finding these online forums like 8chan and 4chan, all these other, you know, multimedia uh, avenues to vent their hate and find people like them and sort of, you know, become more of an incel for that matter. And you know, the best thing really to do is you need confidence. You need to get your confidence. I mean, I'm someone that struggles with confidence. I'll come out and say it. And I know it's hard, but it's something you need to do because if you don't have confidence in anything, you're not going to achieve anything in life. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's also interesting that you see this in Asia particularly. You see this in uh, most America right now, probably going to be a little bit more in Western Europe. But you, you guess where you don't see this? You don't see this in Africa. You don't see this in uh, South America. And I think, you know, this might have something to go and do with uh, testosterone levels because I think I've I read somewhere that like the, uh, you know, like if you're black, there's like you have more testosterone than uh, a white guy generally. Mm. And Asian people generally have less. Now that could be, you know, I'll, I have to go and double check those sources, but it would make sense given like what I've seen, like Japan has a huge problem with this. And in Europe, it's, it's a very interesting situation because they're having, like, historically low birth rates. And, you know, there's all these incels out there. And then they're, done, and then they're getting these migrants in there. And they, you know, they claim to go and that that's necessary to go increase the birth rates. So what we're having now is, you know, these potentially, we could have these uh, migrant, you know, people coming over and taking the, uh, the women from these beta men. Yeah. And then they yeah. feel upset. The beta and gets then, cocked. Yeah, he gets cucked, and then he ends up getting, like, really, feels just really terrible. He goes to these forums, and it's just, like, a straight, and it's, like, especially with, like, straight white men and, like, straight Asian men, I imagine. Yeah. Because, like, uh, what was it, the Elliot, Elliot the, uh, the the Supreme Gentleman, he was, from my understanding, he was, uh, he was mixed race, uh, yes. half Asian and half white, which that could also play in there in terms of, like, alienation, I suppose or just in general, like low testosterone level, that, that could be a, a factor in this incel problem. And so the ways you can fix this, obviously rehabilitation would be necessary. Um, bringing back, I, I have a feeling that like you see a lot of people, they grew up without dads, they don't have proper male role models. Mm. I think that's important. 
proper family structure uh, that would be necessary. You know, a lot of these people, they, uh, you know, stop, stop with the video games. I think, like, at least lower the amount that people are playing. Yeah, you know, talk like, to people. You know, I, I think we, yeah, yeah, phones are probably the cancer too. There was a great video um, released today by Paul Joseph Watson uh, about the incel problem. And that's, he always rants about, you know, people are spending too much time on their phones. And that was one thing he brought up in his video was that, you know, stop talking to, uh, I don't want to say fake people, but, you know, digital people. Start going out in the real world and interacting with people. I mean, I've noticed that with people our age you know, that are, you know, Gen Z and even millennials too, that they don't know because they spend so much time inside talking to people online. They don't know how to talk to people offline IRL, you know. It's it's like they've become socially, you know, handicapped. Uh, and I think we've drilled down the problem to basically, you know, all these cultural factors. But solution-wise, um, you start to name a few, so I'll let you continue with that. Like, well, what are the solutions? What can we do? to fix the bad family structures, the uh, man-hating culture, uh, the sort of, uh, you know, uh, addiction to technology? Well, to, oh, here's another solution, too, that I don't know how this would work, but I've, uh, you know, I haven't really heard of any, like, major incels in, like, uh, Norway, and it's probably why you don't hear about that. that. Europe doesn't have many that I know of. And that might be because they have legalized prostitution in this Europe. <laughs> yes. Now think about it. Think about it. You know, it's it's hard to be involuntary involuntarily sell that when you can go down the street, pay a couple hundred dollars, and you know, get your freak on. <laughs> and in America, you know, it's there's like Nevada, and that's about it. And I mean, you used to have like Craigslist, but now you can't even do that. Like. I it's, wonder if Nevada has a low incel population. They have a low population in general. Yeah, I mean, it's I true. Think, it's a I don't, I don't think there's big, like, at least the uh, violent, you know, like, the the radical incels. I don't think this is big of a problem as people would imagine. But I, I imagine, you know, uh, that as much as I disagree with uh, prostitution, I think that might be able to go and lower the amount of people who are involuntarily celibate. I think it should be legal. I think it should totally be legal. I, that might help that issue. Or, legal but I mean, regulated. Yeah, they could. That would be an interesting. Uh, that'd be interesting how that plays out. I, I'd like to go and see some more data on that, but I, I just don't know how big of a problem incels actually are. It just seems like the media buzzword of the minute. Yeah, well, I was looking this up on Wikipedia, and the radical self-identified incels that have committed mass murders. There are four of them, and this has happened over the past uh, four years. Uh, the, the Elliot in 2014, a guy in 2015, someone in 2017, and someone in 2018. And now they don't have it on this list, but he's not self-identified in so but he's basically one. Uh, the guy at the Santa Fe school shooting, which ties back into our last uh, uh, Foundry episode. So that would be a total of five incel uh, murders. And well, the thing with that, here's here's another. I didn't know if you. I don't even know if he strikes. I saw like pictures of him with a uh, with like a rainbow sticker on him. Oh, the bisexual uh, thing on his head. Maybe he's. I don't know if he's bisexual or well, not. He also had a Nazi symbol and a communist symbol. But yeah, you know, it's kind of like. He, <laughs> I don't know if he's necessarily in so because from what I understand, the girl just turned him down. That didn't mean that every girl turned him down. But I think he killed that girl. Turned him down. Oh yeah, I mean that that's a different issue too. You just have people who. 
who aren't even necessarily incels who are just in, who feel entitled it's a big umbrella and, uh, alex <laughs> well yeah there's an there just to be an entitlement problem and in general that's the problem with our generation and to stop that obviously we need to go and um, stop giving out the handout trophies that's an easy yeah. way to stop that um maybe get people interested in things other than like video games just like you know if you're a parent just if you're like just probably stop giving your kids video games like either stop giving the kids video games or severely limit those how much time they get on there limit the community watch what your kids are doing on the internet i know my parents they didn't really you know once i was like 13 i kind of couldn't have at it mm. but it was a lot harder like i never really did anything too bad I played like runescape and that was about it i know it sounds pretty bad alex <laughs> but like you know but then again i was like on 4chan when i was in like middle school so <laughs> but these days it's very easy to go into to get led astray like I just can't imagine these kids. I see like little children. Their parents just throw them the YouTube. That's no. They need to go and have human interaction. Mm -hmm. They need to have both parents in the household. They need to have family dinners together. They need fathers and mothers and who can give kids the talk. You know, my parents don't give me the talk. And the birds I didn't get. That's you know that that's a big it's a big deal because then you can go and talk about uh, stuff like you know you're not entitled to have sex with women. Yeah, because apparently people it. are they you know that's a major issue they feel that like they don't have to go and try and then they can get these like beautiful girls and it's it's just depressing and they need to get men who just do masculine things like people that keep complaining about toxic masculinity but that's a false uh that's a false statement it's a false what they really mean what they really mean by that is they're masculine in general and they have a problem with any sort of masculinity and yep. that's that's the problem. They, we need to go and have positive masculinity. That's not this like uh, female cucked up, um, you know, this sort of concept where. But like, you can't have stuff like this either. You know, we had like positive real male role models in the past, but just like look at look at the television. You know, go look at Family Guy. Peter's an idiot. You know, he's always right. Same thing with The Simpsons. Like the, I I did watch what was the last man standing. I was at the gym. And that was, Ooh, actually, was with Tim Allen. Yeah, it was actually really good because like the father over there wasn't a complete dummy. Same yeah, thing, he's like, a non-PC uh, conservative, which he's in in real life too. And they're bringing that show back. It got like canceled after Tim Allen said some uh, like, "Oh, I attended Trump's inauguration." Boop, show got canceled. Strange coincidence, but now uh, his show is back and renewed. Yeah, like we need to go and have male role models who are, you know, at least if you're going to have your kids be be watching television, which I guess they're going to be doing anyways, but like definitely limit those things. I think electronics in general, I don't think those should be given to kids. That increases, um, what's it, like the, you know, getting screwed up eyes when you're a child. Look how many people are wearing glasses these days. That's I'm one ridiculous. of them by work contacts. Yeah. I don't know how I still have decent enough vision, but I, I never needed glasses. Uh, even at like work, I try to go and get up and look outside every once in a while, take walks. Yeah. You know, people who, you know, just kids need to stop, get away from the cyberspace. Yeah. Yeah. You That's, know, one thing I found so relaxing and uh, rejuvenating is, and I, I'm one that loves music. I love music. I play it a lot, but go on a walk in nature and don't have any music or anything just listen to the noises and sounds and let it sink in and 
you start to hear things you didn't hear before. It's a very, uh, you know, spiritual and uh, soothing and calm experience. I, I just recommend everybody do that. It's so simple. You, you don't need anything to do it. And, it's, you know, it's. I, I think it, it helps your mental health. I mean, I think the big problem here is mental health. I mean, obviously, you're going to have your radicals that actually pick up their uh, AR-15s and go out and perform GTA IRL, but for most people, it's just that, uh, you know, you, you have depressing times, you're going through puberty, you're going through all these rough times, especially as a young man, and our culture seems to almost not try to understand that anymore, you know, especially from the left, which always preaches tolerance and understanding, and everybody wants to seem to understand what men are going through at such a young and troubling time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the one thing that I really did like, you know, and it was a combination of like a, like a cell phones and the real world. You know, like back when Pokemon Go was a thing, like for a week, or it was like two weeks when yeah. that was popular. That was the first time I went out, you know, I'd go and walk the dog, and that was like the first time I actually saw like kids. Yeah. Like loads of kids going outside and talking to each other. Like I, Such I a radical idea, isn't it? I know, and like I remember sitting out at the uh, YMCA, and there's like two guys, and I just started talking to them. I've never seen them before, and you know we had conversations at like midnight, just like sitting over there catching Pokemon. Like, I like if we're gonna have this technology, we ought to go and use it for good. And getting people out, getting people to go and meet their neighbors, like shoot, there's neighbors like I haven't seen in years. Like I've never even seen them at all in the neighborhood. Now. And, yeah. Like you know, getting a dog too that helped. You know, just getting you out because the dog, especially my dog, he was um, a very people-friendly dog. But just like you know, it's 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 insane that you have these neighbors that live over there and I've never met. Oh yeah, and, I have neighbors I haven't met. I don't even talk to. Them. I didn't, I don't remember the last time I talked to my neighbors. It must have been years ago. And I think that's a problem too. Like neighbors don't even talk to each other. Like you know, you might have like one or two neighbor friends, but like. I don't even know who the heck is in the neighborhood. I barely know the people out over in my current uh, abode. I don't think many people like really talk to their neighbors anymore, unless you're yeah. in like some really like uh, you know sticks place. But people just don't like. There's a lack of trust in society, and that's what causes people to go into mm. their own shells, and then they get radicalized. Because you know, if you don't go outside, how are you going to meet girls? Yeah, how are you going to meet girls? How are you going to be exposed to different ideas? How you can be exposed to other people? Yeah, you don't make girls by you know. See, here's the joke: you kind of can meet girls, you know, on the internet now, but you really can't meet them and have sex with them because you are trapped. Oh, yeah, meet them at. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, <laughs> I've I, I've used like dating websites before, and you know, they're. Per, I don't know how these like people still remain in cells. It's so easy these days to have sex. Like just. Don't use Tinder, but, you know, there are these other websites. I'm not going to mention them, but, <laughs> like, these other apps on your phone, and you can just go on find on there, and if, you know, you have low enough standards, you can find someone, and I'm not a particularly, you know, physically appealing man, and, you know, I've found, you know, tons of girls online, and I've never, and this isn't even, like, Craigslist, like that, you know, obviously that you they can't shut use that, that down. Anymore. They shut that in. <laughs> Probably some a good thing. Stuff. I used to go. On, I used to go and like look through there just to go and see the crazy stuff people. Oh, it's that. cringe. It was just some of the most disgusting <laughs> filth you could think of. It was hilarious though. Yeah. What? But the thing is, 
people need to go and have social interactions. They need to go outside. They need to meet their neighbors. Neighbors, you know, the neighbors don't seem concerned anymore. It's like a lot of these cases, you have these like uh, crazies out there, these school shooters, these like rapists, and they're like, oh, this guy's weird, but I didn't say anything. Yeah. Like the power of the community is just gone. Like, yeah. you know, what happened to those days where you could go and like do something about uh, if you had like a crazy neighbor, you could go and like the go and tell the police these days like oh not my problem it's not in my house and i just stay in my house all day anyways and, you know yeah. people just don't know each other they don't care about each other there's a lack of community it's you know like we have the family now and even then that's starting to get eroded by these smartphones like i've seen you know like millennials and stuff they'll be at the dinner table and they'll be playing on they'll be like looking at the snapchat and stuff on their on their smartphones with their parents. Like, you know, parents need to go and take that away. When I, you know, if and when I have kids, that's not going to be a, uh, no, there's, they're not going to be using technology at the table. I'm going to severely limit the technology that they do use uh, in general. I think there's a use in uh, books, you know, there's a use in study. There's, and you can go and learn in different ways too. And I feel that schools, they probably also have something to do with this because, you know, kids, they, everything's so, like, uh, strict in the schools. Oh, you can't, you know, people, sexual harassment, oh, this and oh, that. And, like, you know, if you hand, like, a girl these days, like, a love note, I imagine that would probably get you, like, written up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's too much structure. We've come to the point where... You know, uh, you know, every you got to be bubble wrapped at you know a university. So you're not exposed to ideas that might be, I don't know, uh, harmful. But you know, it's like they, they, they don't. It, it, I, it's hard to put in the words because it's gotten so ridiculous. Like it literally is now to the point where they want to protect you from things you don't like, and it comes to a point where they're structuring you to be a certain conformist way. You know, I'm all for individualism and all for thinking the way you gotta think and how you want to, but at the same time, you need to be able to be in a group and to, you know, the sort of, I, I, you know, like, it, not really the it takes a village to raise a child sort of slogan, but kind of something like that where you do need a sense of community. You need to talk to people. You need to have social interactions. And, you know, I don't, I guess, Technology can actually kind of help with that, as we saw with Pokemon Go. But you know, people need to find a new, I guess, a new way of interacting in real life. Yeah, like I think, I think that stuff like Pokemon Go, if they actually made it decent and like maybe not even have it be Pokemon, have it be something else. Yeah, it could be it, something else. Like something else to get people to go outside. Yeah. To go and like at least for now, then maybe we could go and establish uh, some sort of like. Um, reestablishing uh, community trust but you know basically i think and the media is going about it the entire wrong way it's like an, it's a witch hunt against these people i think the sort of uh, disorder of what you'd consider like an incel like the radical incel i think that's a mental disorder it needs to be recognized as such these people you know they're already called all sorts of things at school and by their pro by everyone they know i don't think stigmatizing them even more is good I think they need to seek mental help. They need to have uh, rehabilitation facilities that get people back into the real world. And, you know, that'd be, that'd be an interesting concept. Just like, you know, teach them skills. Because a lot of these people that go to, a lot of them are in college. I, I, I know. I've seen a few of them. They go to college. 
and they get super isolated. So I think a way to again prevent that, you know, that you have these sort of support groups and you know, like these rehabs, they go over there, they learn how to do a scale, they learn how to go and like do all these life skills their parents never taught them. For the future generations, I'd have, you know, parents, they need to go and teach their kids how to do this. Maybe have um, maybe have some way like the schools that's not their responsibility the parents are responsible for this yeah Maybe even like pursue neglect if your child can't do basic things but no that's that seems a little bit too harsh i don't know like there needs to be a culture shift somehow to get parents to do their jobs again you know make parenting great again I think. yes <laughs> have them actually teach kids life skills make parents parents they, again like they don't because, do their job they expect the schools, the government subsidized schools to do everything. They expect the schools to discipline them, but when they discipline them too hard, they'll go and sue the schools. Yeah. Uh, motherhood, I imagine, is a part to play in that. You know, just uh, the sort of, like, alienation of the father. Even, even within married couples, like, you know, a lot of fathers, they just, you know, they, they feel like they can't do anything. They they just go to work all the time. They're like, oh, he's a good father. He provides. No, there's more to being a father being a paycheck yes that's why there's so much divorce and whatnot in this country is because people they see fathers as this disposable male as this sort of paycheck generator as this um you know that's why you see them because like you see these single mothers because basically if all the fathers are a paycheck the government can do that like they need to be more than a paycheck they need to be a teacher they need to be, yeah, they need to be a teacher. They need to be the person, a mentor to the the ch the children, a positive role model. And, you know, yeah, sometimes they have to go and work hard, but they need to go and be there to go and teach the children uh, culture, heritage, and all the stuff, you know, how to tie a tie, how to go and, like, uh, be a good uh, be a good man. Yeah. And that's what's not being taught right now, and that needs to change. So just to go and roll this out. We need to go and have, you know, rehabilitation. We need to have, like, for these people, treat as mental illness, not as a character, you know, flaw. We need to go and, uh, you know, bring the family back together, take away the electronics so much, uh, get people away from this sort of, uh, this, this sort of, like, mindset where they're entitled. This entitlement mindset needs to go away. We need and to bring out, bring confidence back to inspire confidence in men. Confidence. We need to go and get away from this idea that all masculinity is toxic masculinity, and uh, you know maybe even you know think about go doing the European solution and uh, you know, possibly looking into uh, legalizing some form of prostitution. Uh, yeah, prostitution. As much as I hate to say that. But I think to a certain extent that might be able to again, mitigate some of the problems for the people who will never be able to get a regular girl. And I'm talking about like the severely disabled people. Yeah. Because that's, I, I think at that point, you know, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's a depressing situation. And I think we can figure it out. It's just we need a major cultural shift. And I think you could kind of see that coming with Gen Z being this sort of anti-feminist, anti-toxic um, you know, masculinity, feminist narrative that they keep pushing. Like, you're seeing a sort of a shift, but we need to keep talking about it, because this is not an issue that's talked about enough. I think you and I can both agree with that. It's sort of just this 
you know, it's now coming, it's, it's now becoming a meme, but other than that, like, I, and that's the one good thing about the meme is hopefully the meme raises awareness, you know, like that might be a modern form of awareness. It's like a meme. Well, it's not just the incels. It's the, like, uh, just the hopelessness, just like the lostness, the lack of goals in this generation, just the sort of like soullessness of the youth. Yeah. They don't know what the heck they want to do. They're adults, but they don't know what they don't know what they want to be when they grow up. You know, they're already grown up. I think you know that's a whole other topic though, that we could uh, discuss at a future date. Some of the uh, some of the other sort of ways that can be dealt with. But um, yeah, I think uh, that about wraps it up tonight. Yeah, I think that's a good note to end on. All right. Well, I'll see you guys uh, next time we have a session on the foundry.